Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week nine around the NFL. Got some good games, some surprising games for sure today too to talk about. So we're going to jump right into this thing with the first one, Browns, Bengals. Browns win in Cincinnati 41 to 16. I guess we didn't see this like blowout coming. I'm not like shocked that the Browns won, to be honest. Um, the fa- Cincinnati was the favorites, but this doesn't shock me. I know the Browns have this in them. I didn't know they had 41 16 in them, but just a good all round win for them today. Baker was 14 to 21, 218, two, two touchdowns. Nick Chubb had two touchdowns on the ground with 14 carries, 137. Those touchdowns that Baker threw went to Donovan Peoples-Jones, who caught a 60-yarder for a touchdown, and uh, David Njoku caught one for 18. Not a lot going in the passing game. They didn't really have to do much. Landry caught the most balls with three for 11 yards. A bunch of guys had two. Some guys had one. And then Peoples-Jones obviously had the 86 yards because of the 60-yarder. No one else had more than 26. <laughs> so they scored 41 points, though. Um, the defense is what got them there with this one. I think they returned a got a pick for a touchdown in this one. So just good all around. Nick Chubb's good. He had a 70 yarder touchdown in that one. Just easy, easy win for Cleveland. They only had to complete 14 passes to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing really more to say about Nick Chubb is very good. I, I like that uh, Cleveland kind of rallied around it. It felt like there could have been like an uproar after OBJ and what's going to happen with us. And, you know, they're, they're four and four, they should be better. Um, Cincinnati had like their offense has been hot and they really kept the big plays at the minimum. And that, I yep. think that's, what's really, really good to watch. Like Cleveland does have a legit defense. So it was good to see them do it. Um and this is what you want to see Mayfield do. You, he doesn't need to win the game. He just needs to, you know, move the chains, make a few big plays. But you're not asking too much of the guy at the moment. Um, he's just got to play smart. So it was a really good win. On the other side, I was, it was finally Jamar Chase kind of coming down, back down to earth a little bit. Um, I mean, he still had a, you know, a whatever game, so, six catches for 49 yards. But he, he came close to, like, catching another yeah. touchdown. But um, – yeah, I think they're finally keying in on him. And T. Higgins actually looked really, really good. He he had a couple of other catches. One would have been a touchdown. One would have been like a 30, 40-yarder. Um, if he would have made miraculous catches, he could have had like a, a career day. But they went to him early and often, six for 78. Um, but, yeah, they just never really got it going. Joe Mixon had a nice game, though, since he he rushed two touchdowns in. Yeah, mixing at 100, 110 total yards and two touchdowns. So he actually had a solid outing. So Chase, yeah, six for 49. He didn't get the big play touchdown. They did look for him a couple of times on it, but he did have 13 targets again. So yep. targets are there. Um, Burrow, yeah, 282, no touchdowns, two picks. Don't love this game, but again, I'm I wouldn't worry too much about it. Just put it in the rearview mirror and look look ahead. They'll be they'll be fine. Next up, Broncos Cowboys. Now, this one was a bit more of a surprise. Broncos win 30 to 16, and that's after the Cowboys scored two late touchdowns to give them that 16. It was 30 to nothing in this one. It was 30 nothing. And then Dak goes, and with six minutes left, Dak had 2.2 points, I believe. He's on my team in our main league. I think he had 2.2 points. He goes and puts up another 20 in the final six minutes of garbage time. Yeah. I didn't even know if he'd play. I thought they'd pull him, honestly. I I mean, yeah, I don't know. Looking why back at it, it, it's pretty stupid. I think of Mike McCarthy <laughs> to play Dak in the last six minutes down 30 to nothing when he's just coming back from an injury. 
I mean, not just this, just not the couple two weeks ago, but last year as well. And you're just going to play the guy in in for no real oh, stupid. Love it for my fantasy team, yeah. but stupid. <laughs> so yeah, <I laughs> thank mean, you for that, Mike. Thank you, Mike McCarthy. You did something yes. good for me in that. Insanely in that idiotic. Insanely it, just idiotic. Not not smart, but but uh, garbage yeah. time points are still points. They're still <laughs> so points. If we look at the final score, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up with 232 yards, two touchdowns. Those those two touchdowns late went to um, Malik Turner, which yeah. was surprising. Um, Mari fantasy day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. CD CD Lamb was two for 23. Mari Cooper was two for 37. That was ugly. Yeah, Mari Cooper had yeah. a bad drop. I mean, they, yeah. the Dallas, I, I got to give more credit to Denver. I think they, mm-hmm. they had the most impressive game of a, a team period. Um, just both sides of the ball doing a good job, but Dallas looked all out of sorts. And I would like to say that was mostly Denver, but every once in a while, you I feel like you get this kind of game. Like Cooper dropped a ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dak overthrew guys multiple times. Like that should have been like long touchdowns. It, they just couldn't get it going today. Yep. Um, and uh, I think the 76 total yards for Zeke on this one. So for Denver, Bridgewater threw for 249 and a touchdown. That touchdown went to Tim Patrick, who was four for 85. Jerry Judy, six for 69 in this one. On the ground, they ran the ball 41 times. 17 went to Javante Williams, who ran it for 111. Javante Williams looks good. But Melvin Gordon's not going anywhere. He had 21. No, I mean, 21 carries for 80 and a touchdown. Javante really didn't get in. He didn't get in on a goal line. He had two looks from like the two and the three. One, and then he... I didn't get a good look at the replay. It looked, it, I believe he was in. I really do. <laughs> As a Javante Williams owner, I really truly believe he was in. It, it was close. They didn't. They didn't even. They didn't go to review it. And Bridgewater then snuck one in on the very next play. So that that was disappointing in that regard. It could have been a massive day. But Javante Williams, he's a good player. He's looking really good. And but the problem is, it's just Melvin Gordon is not going to go anywhere. It does not matter. Like it, no. Melvin Gordon's not leaving. So no, and Melvin Gordon looks yeah. really good as well. Yeah, like so both of them do. And, and Javante Williams looks like the younger guy. Like he is running yeah. through people. He is, he, he truly looks like he's kind of found his footing and yep. he is, I think he's only going to keep getting better and better and better. And if he yep. ever finds the end zone, like Melvin does, yep. this guy will be extremely dangerous. I, yep. I, I do have to say this team was very, very interesting because I like that. They're a run first team. Uh, yep. Teddy Bridgewater does what you need him to do. Uh, I mean, he's even more stripped back than like Baker Mayfield, <laughs> yeah. but um, he does have a, quite a few weapons to throw to, even though Noah Fant was inactive for today. Um, but Tim Patrick, you know, every yeah. time I think that that Jerry Judy can kind of like establish himself as number one, if, if something's banged mm-hmm. up or they're not going to him, whatever it may be, uh, Tim Patrick just will not go away. Yeah, like, he, every he time doesn't. they need a big play from him, he makes it. It was very, yep. very impressive what he was able to do today, him and Javante Williams really stood out. Yep. Sutton, I think what had one catch for nine yards, but he did get a two point conversion as yeah. well. So give you a couple more points. All right. How about dolphins, Texans, dolphins win 17 to nine. I guess it, hopefully you followed one of our suggestions of defensive play was dolphins, even though they had not been good. The Texans are bad and end up being a good day. I think they picked they had three picks in this one. So for the dolphins, Tua was a, Surprise um, inactive. We weren't really expecting that, but he has a fractured finger apparently. So he missed this one. Brissett was a starter, 244 yards, a touchdown, two picks, not much there. Miles Gaskin ran the ball 20 times for a whopping 34 yards, um, but he got a touchdown. He did catch the ball six times for 23 yards, though. He had 50, what, 57 total yards on this one. Um, he's just not, honestly, he's not that good. 
but he yeah. got a touchdown, so he saved your fantasy. Day. I just, I he's say, not. He's not that good. He's just not. That, a good it's player. not necessarily garbage time, but garbage no. points are still points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're points. Points are points. I just don't think he's any good. Jalen Waddle eight for eighty three in this one to lead the way for Miami. Kaseki was four for fifty four. Texans. There's not going to be much here. Tyrod did come back in this one, but he threw three picks, two hundred forty yards and three picks. Philip Lindsay led the ground game with eight carries for 28 yards. Brandon Cooks got himself six for 56. Danny Amendola, three for 49. And Houston is a very bad football team. Very, very bad. All right, how about Falcons Saints? Falcons get a win on the last second field goal in this thing, 27-25. Saints went with uh, Trevor Simeon in this one. And you know what the weird thing is? They did not use Hill very much. I was actually no, surprised at that. I thought, okay, they start Simeon, but you're going to get a lot of Taysom Hill mixed in here. Maybe that's just still coming back off the concussion. I don't know. Maybe maybe it has something to do with it. We'll see next week. But odd I feel that- like they weren't. I feel like it is a hell thing. I feel like they weren't comfortable just throwing him back into the fire. So yeah. that has to be what I, I believe. Because you going, I mean, Falcons feel like a very, very bad team. But they're four and four now. They're four and four, and they just beat a New Orleans team that was very, very hot. And I realized that you don't have Bridgewater anymore, but it shouldn't be this close. No. (laughs) And the fact that Atlanta got another win is mind blowing to me. Well, and they were actually, I think Falcons were up by a bit more. Saints had to come back to take the lead and then lose it anyway. But let's say for the Falcons side of things here, talk about them first. I guess uh, Matt Ryan, 343 yards, two touchdowns. Both of those touchdowns went to what's this? I can't even pronounce this guy's name. Zacchaeus, yeah. <laughs> he had three for 58, two touchdowns there. Cordell Patterson, though, was the story through the air. Six catches for 126 yards. Russell Gage did uh, show up this week after getting the nothing game last week with no targets. He has seven for 64. Pitts was three for 62. On the ground, Patterson didn't do much. He had only nine carries for 10 yards. And Mike Davis is garbage. He had nine carries for 13 <laughs> yards. If you drafted him, I'm sorry. You should have been listening to us. He's not good. He's not good. He's not good at all. All right. For the Saints, we talked about them a little bit, but Simeon threw for 249 yards, two touchdowns. Hill was two for two for 33. Alvin Kamara, 13 carries, 50 yards. He got himself a touchdown there. He had four catches for 54. So 104 total yards and touchdown. Hey, you know, that's yeah, still got it done. Yes, yeah. yeah, not bad. Tracon Smith, three for 53. Deontay Harris, six for 52. Adam Troutman, four for 47. Callaway three for 25. He had a touchdown. Kenny Stills got one as well with two for 30. Yeah, you don't really want anybody in fantasy other than um Kamara here. Ingram was nine for 43. He's definitely involved a little bit, but you don't really want much in this team. It's it's uh yeah, interesting. No, no. Uh, and I'll be I'll be very interested to see if if Hill becomes a bigger play on here. Uh he he's a such an interesting play because yeah. you, you don't really want to play Simeon, but mm-hmm. But Hill could really open up a lot of things. But at the same time, I do think it'll be at the peril of other players on the team. I don't think it really changes a whole lot. Yep. But if you're desperate for a QB, like some of us are, uh, that's going to be a very, very intriguing one. All right. How about Giants Raiders? Giants win 23-16. I mean, I guess it's an upset in a way, but I mean, the Raiders, you just don't believe in them, even though they were five and two. Uh, for the Giants, Daniel Jones was 15 to 20, 110 yards in a touchdown. He did not have to do anything through the air in this one. On the ground, Devontae Booker at 21 carries, 99 yards. He did leave the game with a hip injury. We'll see what happens if he's back next week or if Saquon's back. Saquon, will, we don't know what his status is yet, but he's getting closer. 
Evan Ingram caught three balls for 38 yards and a touchdown. Galladay came back two for 28. Uh, Kadarius Tony one for nine, but they win. Yeah, I'd like to see Tony a little more involved. Yeah, I mean they they tried to like attempted a pass. I don't think he actually threw it. They they just can't get the passing game going at all. I mean it's it's been very impressive that Devontae Booker has been you know as good as he's been. I'm not saying he's been tremendous, but the rushing game has been the only thing kind of keeping them afloat. And they're three and six. They're not not bad. I mean, you know, for everything that's been going on, you think that if Saquon took this many games off, they would be a lot in, you know, in a much worse position. But they beat a uh, Las Vegas team that's been doing very, very well. They're five and three now. Um, on that, Derek Carr, you know, 30 of 46, 296 yards, but one touchdown and two interceptions. And Josh Jacob actually got it going a little bit, 13 carries for 76 yeah, yards. It's just not enough work. Yeah, and usually lately he's, I shouldn't say, when he's healthy, he's been more of a touchdown-dependent kind of guy, so it's good to see him get the yardage finally. And the other guy that got it back going was Darren Waller. Seven catches for 92 yards. That's really good to see. Better for that. Um, Renfro gets his seven for 49 and a touchdown. Renfro is obviously a much better PPR play than he is a standard play, even though touchdown, but all right. And Drake actually, too. I mean, he did go for 100 yards overall. Yep. Yeah. All right, how about Patriots, Panthers? Patriots have actually played pretty well lately. They win this one 24-6 pretty easily. They don't have to do much. Mac Jones did not have to do much at all. Only 12 for 18, 139 yards, <laughs> touchdown a pick. He just didn't need to do anything. On the ground, so Damian Harris did get banged up again in this one, right? He had 15 carries, 30 yards. He left with a um, head injury, it says. So he got injured in this one. Ramondre Stevenson looked good when he got a chance there. He had 108 total yards from Stevenson, who I loved Stevenson in the preseason. He just, he wasn't, I think he was active in game one, missed a block. You never saw the guy again for a while. <laughs> and you know, he's talented enough to play. Problem is he also then left this one with, I believe another with a head injury as well. So we don't know what's going to, how this is going to play out for next week. Um, if Harris will be back, if Stevenson will be back, or is it just gonna be the Brandon Bolden show? We just don't know. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. And that's the problem with Patriots running backs. I mean, Harris has been great, but hopefully he's back and just can do it again. He got another touchdown today, but if, if it's Stevenson, Stevenson, he's interesting, but then again, he could be a healthy scratch. You'd never know with this team. <laughs> right. Right. So there's that. Um, and really through the air, they didn't have to do anything again. So Stevenson had the most receiving yards with 44 Kendrick Bourne had the most catches with three. Yeah. And depending on the injuries, Brandon Bolden might actually show up on the waiver list. Well, that's the interesting part. It's just like he's gonna he's probably needs to be a thrown out there, and Stevenson does too. We just won't know the situations yet, but right. they're definitely worth a look. Yeah, because I mean, whoever does it, because of the offense they run, you're going to not only get a handful of carries, you'll probably get double digits, but you also yep. catch the ball because they don't really throw it down the field at all. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of funny to look at like their their main receivers. And I mean, Kendrick Bourne is the only wide receiver in, in the top like five, really. Yep. <laughs> so it's kind of funny that way. All right. And then for the Panthers, Sam Darnold is not good. He um, is back, back to his old ways. That first couple of games was a mirage. That is for sure. He was 16 to 33 for 172 yards, no touchdowns, three picks in this one. Christian McCaffrey did come back and had himself 106 total yards. That's what he, you know, that's that's the worst of it, probably for McCaffrey. I was gonna say I love it too because this was a bad game for him. 
Yep. I mean, he was, you know, he, he himself is not bad. And, and New England does have a pretty decent defense when they put yep. it all together. But it's so funny to watch it and being like, oh, yeah, how he got over 100 yards and I thought he had a bad game. Yeah, so, he didn't do anything, gets 100 yards. Yeah, yeah. it just happens. DJ Moore was three for 32, and Robbie Anderson caught one ball for two yards. Yeah, it's a bad team. Now, all right. Now, this game, what the heck happened here? Jacksonville nine, Buffalo six. Dude, I am. Don't this even was, know what to say. I know. This was a fun game to watch. Jacksonville's defense, whatever you say about their offense, they were not good. They did, you know what I mean? Like they they did enough, like not turning it over, holding the ball a little bit. But yeah. Jacksonville's defense, I mean, hats off to them because they were incredible. Yeah. And Josh they made Allen Josh on defense Allen yeah. look bad. Yeah. And he I don't think he really had that bad of a game. They just were constantly in his face, constantly hitting him, making people fumble. I mean, they forced a lot of well, turnovers in this. The the defensive Josh Allen had himself um career what? day practically. I mean, I think eight he had tackles, a, recovery, a sack, a sack, a pick, and a, and fumble. A pick, yep. <laughs> Josh I mean, Allen destroyed great. Josh Allen for sure in this one. It was unbelievable. Uh, so let's say for the Jacksonville, I guess Trevor Lawrence, 15, 26, 118 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. They didn't have to, it was not good. He wasn't good. This team offense wasn't good. There was no uh James Robinson, so it was Carlos Hyde with 21 carries, 67 yards. Again, just not good. Dan Arnold led the team with receiving with four for 60. I mean, Chenault was four for 24, Jones three for 21, just nothing there. But the Bills could not get anything going in a week where Josh Allen was probably ranked number one by a lot of people, honestly. And I think I, I think I might have ranked him number one this week, I believe. I, I did too. I'm it's going to hurt very my, hurt my, my thing. I actually can hurt a lot. <laughs> oh, no yeah. one saw this coming. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Everyone's just going to bad. He was 31 of 47, 264, no touchdowns, two picks. He led the team on the ground with five carries for 50 yards. Singletary was six for 16, lost three for six. Diggs caught six for 85, Sanders four for 65, Singletary seven for 43, Beasley eight catches for 33 yards. I don't know. I, this is an odd one. This is like they just completely came in here, overlooked Jacksonville, weren't even, did not even care, right? Weren't even looking for it. Um, just, yeah, don't know. Don't know. Very interesting. Yeah, I mean, you and it, it really does echo how good the defense was when you look at the the offensive numbers by Jacksonville. They're atrocious. I mean, they're really, really bad. When you only have 118 throwing yards and your leading rusher at 67, you obviously didn't have to do a whole lot. And to, I mean, to be fair, I don't think they turned the they unless they fumbled it. I don't believe they turned it over. I don't remember them turning it over, but I remember so. Buffalo turning it over a lot. So now that they have Jacksonville has two wins, this pretty much guarantees the Lions the top two pick because they're not getting the two wins. It's just between them and Houston now <laughs> for the top two pick. Lions aren't getting the two. Yeah. Houston, I have a feeling they might they might slip underneath the the radar and <laughs> take we'll that see. number one. But we'll yeah, see. the teams I thought were going to be really bad, like Atlanta, even are are, are flying is. high. And there's a lot of parity in the NFL lately in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, there is. I am shocked at, at some of the ways that games are going right now. It, it just yeah. shows in a in over the period of a long season, things will happen and people will get hurt and, mm -hmm. you know, defenses will catch on to what you're trying to do. Yep. And if Jacksonville can beat Buffalo, any team in the NFL can beat any team. Yeah, exactly. All right. How about Ravens, Vikings, Ravens win in overtime 34, 31. Vikings had a good lead in this one. I think like he was 21, seven, something like that, but they blew this thing. Lamar threw for 266 yards, three touchdowns. He did have two picks, but he ran the ball 21 times for 120 yards. Wow, that's awesome. That's the, that's Lamar Jackson we, we know and love. Uh, Devontae Freeman at 13 for 79. Le'Veon Bell had 11 for 48 in a touchdown. 
Marquise Brown caught nine balls for 116 off 12 targets. Bateman, you know, I'm still like, I still like what I see five for 52 to eight targets. I'm still, I, you know what? I feel like that's still the good, the good path here. Brown's the number one and he still has Andrews. That could be the, the prohibiting factor for him, but I like that he's getting targets and he's getting catches. Yeah. They're, they're, I'll tell you, and, and watching yeah. this game, it, I think this is the difference where you have to figure out, well, first of all, Lamar ran a lot in this game too, which takes away opportunities from other guys. That's totally fine. Bateman, when he got his opportunities, he made the catch. He mm-hmm. looked, he looked the part. Yes. We're just waiting for him to kind of break out and have that game. And I'll say this about Lamar, even though he had a very good game, if he tightens up that that passing uh, side of his offense of game, because he, he obviously did well. I mean, 266 yep. with three touchdowns. He did fine. But he could – I mean, he is a yard away. I mean, obviously the NFL is like a game of inches. If he dials it in like he was a couple of years ago, just a little bit more, he would have had a very, like a long t- throwing touchdown. He would have had a couple of guys across the middle. His day could have been way bigger, and that is pretty shocking since he already had a, a great day. And you yep. can already see it. Like once they start getting down, they start like unleashing him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like okay, go ahead and run now. Go ahead. Here's a here's a couple plays in a row to get us going in the right direction. And every time they do it, and I I know that they want to keep him healthy. But it is, it looks unstoppable. Yep. You're just kind of like, how in the world do you play against this offense when they're doing this kind of stuff? But they're a lot of fun to watch. And yeah. um, a couple of, I mean, it, it's not going to show up on anyone's fantasy team, but uh, Devin Duvernay had an, an unbelievable awesome catch. catch. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable catch in the back of the end zone. And uh, Ricard, uh, the big man, having like a couple of plays that were just phenomenal, just running through people. I got to give him a little bit of a shout out. He did get a touchdown, but obviously no one will ever care about him well, for fantasy, but it's Devon, really Devontae Freeman caught the other touchdown. <laughs> so, yeah. It's all, I mean, yeah. And then yeah. Le'Veon Brown, Bateman and Andrews didn't catch any of them. It went to those three. So mm-hmm. uh, for the Vikings here, Kirk cousins was 17 of 28 for 187 yards, two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, 17 for 110, no touchdowns. He had one where I think it was called, it, they reversed it on him, and then it went to Cousins on the next one. Cousins got a one rushing touchdown there. Justin Jefferson, three for 69. One was a 50-yard touchdown, though. Tyler Conklin, five for 50, or 45. Adam Thielen, two for six, but, hey, a touchdown. Yeah, so. and Justin Jefferson had a very underwhelming game, it felt yeah. like, but it felt like every time they needed a major play, it was him. Yep. And uh, at three for 69 and a touchdown did not do what he did justice today. But um, Delvin Cook, uh, as I wish they would have been able to give him more carries because he looked really, really strong. He looked yep. really, really good. All right, how about Chargers, Eagles, Chargers win 27-24 there at the end. I mean, they struggled the last couple of weeks. They lost games, and then, I mean, and then they barely beat an Eagles team. Again, there's a lot of teams that we think are good that can struggle. So Chargers are one of them. Herbert, 32 of 38, 356, two touchdowns. So it's a pretty solid day there. Austin Eckler, 17 carries for 59 yards. Herbert's the one who ran in a touchdown. Then yeah. uh, Keenan Allen, 12 for 104 off 13 targets. Mike Williams, two for 58. This is the Mike Williams we used to know. Um, I don't know. Mike Williams had some dominant games to start this season. And now four of his last four, his first four of his first five games were great. You know, and he had what? Six total touchdowns in those games. Just he looked like a monster. Week four was a little bad with the one for 11. And then week six, two for 27. Week eight, two for 19. And then this one, two for 58. This is actually one of his better ones in a while. It's strange. And the targets are down. It's, you know, those four games that he's been terrible. He's had four targets, five targets, five targets, five targets. The ones he was great, 10, 9, 12, 16. 
I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. It's hard to say. I don't know if he just started getting some more attention. It's been better defenses. I don't know. I don't know what's happening, well, but well, there, yeah. there's a couple of other things that came into play. I'm, I am wondering when Eckler came back, if that coincided with anything. Um, I would have to look into it a little bit more. But the other one, too, is Justin Herbert has been quite up and down, actually. Like, yeah, he really needed this big game for him. And, and because of the rushing touchdown, it really looks a lot bigger. But he really needed this because the last two games, he, he did not play very good football. And the first two games, too, starting out, it wasn't nearly as what we expected. So he mm-hmm. had like three games or like a little stretch where he was dominant again, and then he fell off. He's been very inconsistent. Where do you see him going forward? Do you see us more like this? Or are you kind of like, I'm, I'm willing to like roll the dice and, and play the matchup because Herbert's been so up and down? I guess it, I mean, I'd play the matchup in some situations. It depends on who you have, but I'm not that worried. I'm not that worried about him. I, I think he's – I'd feel confident starting him, to be honest. It, it depends on who, what other player I had that I could play a matchup with, but I'd, I'd feel I feel pretty decently confident in um, Herbert. So I, I'm going to roll with him most cases. Okay. Speaking of that, going yeah. over to the other side, how do you feel about Jalen Hurts? Because he had a very unconventional Lackluster stat day. line. Yeah. yeah, so only 11 for 17 throwing the ball, 162 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. I mean, just not enough volume to do anything. He did rush the ball 10 times for 62 yards. So his overall day, once again, you know, yeah. looks, looks okay. It saves it because of the because that 62 yards is essentially a touchdown. Um, so he saves it every time. But yeah, this is what can happen with Jalen Hurts. This, that's the thing when he's not necessarily that great of a quarterback all the time. You get games like this, but again, fantasy wise, it didn't kill you, right? You're, you're okay. Again, this is another one where I don't know how you even play the matchups with Hurts, to be honest, because I don't think he's like, I don't think matchups matter with him necessarily because he can just get loose and who knows what can happen. So I think I would probably just keep rolling with Hurts if you have him too. Same thing. I'm, you're going to get some good games. I mean, next week against Denver, actually, the next two weeks are a little iffy Denver and New Orleans, not loving those two matchups. Yeah. So it really depends on who else you have, where if you do have another quarterback, that has a good matchup. Maybe you do put them in after that though, it's giants and jets. And then he has a buy and then Washington. So I love that stretch. So these next two weeks are a little risky. And then after that, you just throw them in. You don't think about it again. So that's where I'm at with him. Yeah. Um, I guess the rest of the Eagles, Jordan Howard, 17 carries 71 yards, a touchdown. Didn't really think we'd be talking about Jordan Howard this year, but here, here we are. Boston Scott at 10 for 40. Kenny Gainwell though, gets the touchdown on two for three. Yeah, Devontae, once, yeah, turning yeah. into quite a nightmare trying to figure it out is. their their backfield. Um, how how are you? I mean, once again, people are picking these guys up mostly for bye week fillers, mostly for streaming. But if you had to choose between one of these guys in order to start next week, who are you looking at? Are are you going for Jordan Howard? It's probably Jordan Howard, honestly. I think from what I've seen, it's probably Jordan what Howard. What a crazy turnaround. Yeah. yeah. It went from Gainwell to Boston yeah. Scott to now everyone's Gain- kind of like, yeah, I guess Jordan Howard has the best opportunity at a touchdown. Gainwell's just not an option at all to me. No, I mean, it's a quick fall off from Grace. Um, then the receiver. So there's only 11 completions, so there wasn't much to go around. But Devontae Smith had five for 116 in a touchdown. Goddard, 343. And Quez Watkins, two for nine. Jalen Rager, one for negative six. No, and for only 162 yards to go around, Devontae Smith had a really solid game because over 100 yards and a touchdown, and he didn't have one bomb, which is usually what you see if you have over 100 like this. It was only 28 yards as his long. 
he's starting to come into his own. I don't, I'm not, you know, it's one of those that's very hard to get behind this year because they're not a prolific throwing offense, mm-hmm. but he's starting to get his legs underneath him. That's very, very good to see because it, yep. it almost looked like it was going to be a lost year at first. No, I mean, yep. All right. Chiefs Packers Chiefs win 13 to seven, but that doesn't say much about their offense right now. Um, it's still not looking great. I tell you, this is one of them where the Green Bay defense deserved a win, and yeah. and it just shows you how different this team is without Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love, I mean, he he tried. I mean, it's a it's a high, hard game to come into. I know it that is. Kansas City has been struggling a little bit, but they needed the win desperately. They came in showing that. Um, but yeah, he just um, he couldn't get the job done. But I think there's a lot of things to like about what he was able to do. So if he has to play again, who, who Which do he they might. play actually? Yeah, who do they play next week? Uh, let me pull this up here. They play Seattle next week. So mm. it so um I guess the earliest Rodgers could come back is Saturday. So as long as he's doesn't have a positive test Saturday, he's good right. to go. But man, Aaron Rodgers is an interesting character. I'll say that. That's for sure. Man, that uh, Green Bay has been a an interesting show to watch the past year. It is just with everything you going you on. start to wonder if uh, they might just be a little tired of his act over there in Green Bay at this point. But he's so good. The show is no, they're not. No, they're, <laughs> they're, anyone, you're gonna live with I, it. I you're it gonna live it, with it. It will be that talk for one week, and you're, he comes yeah. back and wins, and everyone well, will shut the f up, and and it will be hilarious <laughs> to watch everyone go back about how great he is. It's going to be embarrassing. He is a good football player, that's for sure. You're going to yeah, deal with it. You're whatever gonna, else you want to say about him, he's a great football player. He is, but, that's for sure. And and as soon as you start losing games like this, you're kind of like, I don't care, I don't care what you're into. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we'll find out. But um, I, yeah. honestly, this was the one thing they could run the ball. I was really surprised. I, I wish they would have stuck with the run a little bit more, um, but yeah, Aaron Jones it, and AJ Dillon were getting it well, done. They weren't. They weren't even far off. The most it ever was was thirteen nothing. That's the furthest they were ever down. Like, yeah, they could have stuck to it. Exactly. I, sh- I wish they would have because Aaron yeah. Aaron Jones had twelve carries for fifty three yards, and AJ Dillon had eight for forty six. Neither of them really ripped off a, a long run either. They were just yep. consistently getting good runs well, in. And then everyone else, as far as uh, you know, throwing the ball. And Lazard did have the the lone touchdown. It was a good, is, good. It was a good touchdown too to get away from. Um, I think Soren's in there from the Chiefs, but um, and Adams was targeted fourteen times, but it only turned it into forty two yards off six catches. So Love was trying to get him the ball, it just wasn't there. Yeah, you could see that. That was the game plan. I guess yep. that's the game plan every time. Pretty much goes out there. <laughs> yep. Um, for the Chiefs, Mahomes was twenty for thirty seven. 166 yards in a touchdown. Okay. Be be honest about this. Is this the first time you've ever thought like maybe, maybe I start someone else instead of Mahomes until so, they get their act together? Mahomes is Mahomes has two touchdown passes in the last three weeks. That's it. Yeah. And no one and no one wants to pull him off because they know what he's capable of. I don't of. think you I think you just play it. You have to go with it, Bob. Right. The matchups are don't really say not to playing the Raiders and then Dallas. You, you you do, but it is strange. Like he is really pressing right now. These are the, the fantasy outputs the last three weeks. This week was 12.4. Last week, 16. The week before, 7.7. So remember, even earlier, there was the talk of things where they were struggling a bit. But fantasy-wise, it wasn't happening. It was fine. He started the year 39 points, 30 points, 28 points, 41 points, 22 points, 26 points. So even though there has been talk about struggling, it wasn't truly happening. Then this, I don't know. I don't know. Now it's like almost like 
that stuff was there because of the picks and they weren't playing as well. And it got in his head almost. It's like now it's, I think, in his head. That's what it feels like at this point because it's ugly these last three weeks. And, and they're not, and I don't know if it's the line or what, but they're not able to get enough time to stretch the field, which no. is what they were so deadly about. And Tyreek Hill himself, um, what has his numbers looked like? Yeah, so you what, four for 37 in this one. Last week, he did have the 12 catches last week for in, for 94. That was a big one. 12 for 94. And touch, but that's the interesting. 12 for well, 94 is not a thing for him. Like that no, little yard Tyree catch Hill was again. odd. Then he, before that, he was six for 49, nine for 76, seven for 63. So he's had three like good games this year. Week one, 11 for 197, a touchdown. Then he was three for 14. Then he was five for 56. Then it was 11 for 186 and three touchdowns. I mean, awesome. when he goes off, he goes yeah. off. And we know that he is well, definitely more up and down. Yeah. But we did not, we didn't quite expect this. I mean, this has been the whole offense. So it's it's hard to really put that into perspective. But I have not been, I mean, even Travis Kelsey has had down games like this whole offense has. And that is very, yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know what to uh, chalk it up to. And I think that is what's so worrying about it. You can't just yeah. point to something and say, fix this. No, it it's like a bigger issue. Now, if it's if it's the lines issue, that's not that easy of a fix. So, no. and I know that all of these guys are, are big names. I do want to say because I know that there's going to be a lot of trade trade deadlines coming up. When you look at this team and you look at Mahomes and Kelsey and Tyreek and and whoever else, I guess that's pretty much the end of the list until maybe Edwards Alaire comes back or something. Are there any guys that you'd be targeting right now? More than likely, they're big names and people aren't going to be looking for them. Or are there any guys that you would be willing to get rid of because you think that you can get something better in return? I'd be, I'd be willing, willing to get rid of any of them at this point. Really? I, don't know if I, I don't think I'd be trading for them. I don't think I, I, don't think I would. Well, what about Kelsey? You would be willing to get rid of Kelsey? I would, honestly. I really? honestly would. He still has 68 yeah, yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, he's still, he's still pretty solid. I still would, though, because I think Travis Kelsey can still bring you something worthwhile. Oh, no, that, without a doubt. That's I, where I, I think, think that he would be the biggest name probably in this. So I, I would entertain – before, I would never even think of trading any of these guys. But right now, at least I would entertain the offers, right? Okay. I would still – I would look around. I mean, I most likely don't end up dealing with any of them, except I think Tyreek's the easiest one for me to trade, to be honest. If there's one of them, Tyreek's probably the easiest of the ones for me that I would be like r- really willing to get him because I think you what, get is that the week to week production. Yeah, it's just there, you know and this that, isn't right? to me. That's not even new with Tyreek. That's been a thing. No. For, that's always been a thing for me with him. The, it's, the thing that worries me, and these are usually one big performance can win a week, right? Yep. And Tyreek is that guy. You know, said so we saw it with like like Connor today was a, a big production when you know someone like Josh Allen goes off for fifty points. You know, those guys really do can win you a whole week. And yep. we know the pain of going to the playoffs and one guy really makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Do, does that ever enter your mind when you're kind of like, I'm gearing up for playoffs. Tyreek could be that guy. Or are you still willing to say, no, I'm just, I'm going to build a complete team. And if that happens, I, I'm willing to risk it. I, I, let me see. Who do they play week 15? <laughs> Let's pull this up at the chargers. Hmm. Not bad. Still, if I can get if I can get some pieces for for Tyreek Hill that are still mm-hmm. good, like really good, I'm st- I, I would I would entertain. I'm, gonna say, I'm not just going to go trade him to trade him. I'm going to entertain right, offers right. though. I will. I'd look around to get a good deal. All right, looks we got one final game here: Cardinals 49ers. Cardinals were without Kyler Murray, without DeAndre Hopkins, and it didn't matter. They go to eight and one with a 31-17 win. Colt McCoy just came in and played solid. 22 looked, for 26, 249 and touchdown. He does. I'll say more than solid. I was impressed McC- with what he was able to do today. Colt McCoy over his career, I feel like has just he's been a solid player when he's gotten opportunities. When he got opportunities with Washington before, I always felt like he was just 
he was solid. He's not the greatest thing in the world, but he's always been a solid quarterback. Like he's a good backup, right? He's a good backup. Yeah. That's pretty much he's been around for a while now. Cleveland, San Francisco, Washington, Giants, and now the Cardinals. So he's been around a lot of teams, but it was solid. It was a, he's a good backup to have for them. But this really just shows too how how well, solid of a team the Cardinals are. They're, they're yeah. a legit contender. Even when you lose that kind of people, most teams would fluctuate. I mean, we've seen it all yeah. year. They played every single team very, very hard. Even that loss was, you know, in, incredibly close. Yep. Uh, man, I, I was so impressed. And Colt McCoy, too, even more so. He got it done, but being 22 of 26, I thought was exactly what you needed to go ahead and do. I know it was a lot of short passes, but, you know, he was precise. They were very, very sharp when they they could have had a letdown. Yep. Then, um, it really, this was the James Conner show, though, in this one. Edmonds goes out with an ankle injury early. So it's all James Conner, 21 carries, 96 yards, two touchdowns. He caught five for 77 in a touchdown. Wow. So Jeff, I was joking in our league, you traded away uh, Delvin Cook is a, you know, as a keeper league deal where you're, you're playing for next year. You had James Conner. You might've got the better running back. I know. And I had, I had talked to the person I traded with too. I, I kind of talked to him about that one because, yeah. it, you know, he's not, he's not a keeper. Right. Like in my mind, he definitely well, is, is not he? a keeper. Well, I know yeah, <laughs> if he keeps doing this, but he wasn't a keeper, but he has such touchdown upside because this offense is so potent. Yeah. And it was kind of one of those back and forth. And I was like, looking at who I got for Delvin, because I love Delvin, but I also got Marquise Brown and, and, um, and money. But I was kind of like, I actually think I have a better team now. And then I, I went crazy on the waiver well, wires, but I think if, I actually subtract like, you know, addition yeah. by subtraction, even though Delvin is the better player. But, you know, getting enough pieces to really move forward after after, you know, injuries and everything well, else didn't pan out. This one that really shows the difference of having Edmonds out, though, is the re- the receiving because on the year before this, uh, James Conner had a total of five catches through the first eight games. He gets five in this one. He had a total of 34 yards off those eight catches and he gets five for 77 in touchdown. But that's without Edmonds in this one. So he's well, the one in the whole time. Do you but, think this will expand his role at all? It really could because Chase Edmonds has just not done much for me. Like I don't, I Chase Edmonds, he's been fine. He's fine, but he's just never, I don't know. I always feel like there should be more with Chase Edmonds than there ever is. He's had a couple solid outings on the year. Right. But just never quite what you'd want to see from him. Well, we've, you know, it's kind of a name you toss around probably the past three years. Like he's ready to break it. He's ready to do it. And then they pair him with Drake Then they pair him with whoever. And, and you're kind of like, okay, he just never really gets going. And I know that there's a lot of talk even recently about uh, he's ready to break out and he's ready to take over. And because, you know, Connor was kind of just taking all of the goal line stuff yeah. after this game. And, and Connor has done it before, right? I mean, we, we watched him be very, very productive on Pittsburgh only a couple of years ago. Yep. So I, I do, it does make me very interested. I don't know. I don't think that they're going to completely shift towards Connor, but you do wonder, like, will he get, uh, you know, two, three targets thrown his way a game. Uh, will they run more heavily when, when they're a little bit more banged up like they did mm-hmm. today? 21 carries is a very healthy load. So it all depends if Murray and you know, however this team goes, I think Connor could be a very productive guy. And even when they're in that touchdown upside kind of keeps him relevant. Um, I don't know. He's, he's overproducing. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't expect this every week. But it feels like every week I talk about him, like there's no way he can get two more touchdowns. There's no way he can do this. He just keeps doing and, it. Oh. Yeah, and he keeps doing it. So I, I don't know. 
I mean, at this point, if you have him, you're not getting rid of him. You no, can't I feel really like trade for him. It just feels like this is something where the momentum's building. And he's just going to keep doing it. That's just what it feels like to me. Yeah, he feels like one of those names you get at the end of the year. Yeah, it just you know feels I mean? like, like one of those. those. Just, yeah. just you don't know how it keeps happening, but he keeps producing, and that just feels like what's going to be. Um, then, and with 49ers side of things, your Garoppolo's 28 for 40, 326, two touchdowns, a pick. Elijah Mitchell only had eight carries because they were they were down early and they just couldn't get the ground game going. He had eight for 36. There's just nothing there. No, it's not like anybody else had carries. Hasty had one. Garoppolo had one. Uh, Brandon Ayuk had one. There was some interesting things in the passing game, I guess. Kittle came back and was six for 101 and a touchdown, which is solid. But Brandon Ayuk actually played pretty well. Six for 89 touchdown. And Debo, then he goes five for 63. The targets were split there between Kittle, Ayuk, and, Sam- and Samuel there, which is interesting. Now with Kittle back, Brandon Ayuk taking a little bit bigger of a role. Debo drops a little bit. We'll see if that, and then Elijah Mitchell catch, catch, caught five balls as well. We'll see if that um, it's a one week thing or if Debo becomes more of what we thought. Like Debo's been great and it just still never 100% feels real to me. So we'll yeah, see I if, know. you know, I feel the same means. way. And I, this was the first game where I was like, oh, this is what we were talking about with Ayuk. And we're like, he, like, yeah. In the preseason, because he, he he was the one that wasn't hurt at the end of the year. So he was the one that was getting all the love. And he finally looked really, really good. And they were looking for him uh, all sorts of places. And he almost made a couple of really, really big plays. And he did touch a touchdown, 89 yards. It was all beautiful. But I do wonder. And, and they were going against the Cardinals. So I would love to see it against a, a middle NFL team compared mm-hmm. to, like, the best one right now. But Kittle is a, a – he was the wild card. Coming back and, you know, going over 100 yards – that has to eat into something, right? Yep. They're not going to completely go away from the run. They're not going to, and Garoppolo, once again, isn't known for throwing it 40 times, even though he obviously did today. But if Elijah Mitchell is like the only guy that you have at running back that's healthy, you do wonder if you're going to start pressing it. And it might actually be easier to get the ball in a bunch of these different guys' hands because there's three of them. You can now spread the yep. defense a lot more. Yep. I don't know what this means, though. Do you, are you less uh does this pretty much just make you a little more worried about every single guy in here or is it kind of like kittle is kind of back and he's the one i like the most and now i think that the other guys will just eat into each other's production not sure yet Ayuk, i just wonder if i don't i don't buy it yet debo we've seen even though i didn't buy debo's like crazy production i still feel like he's done enough where he kept doing it though you know where (laughs) i just i at this point if i had to i would still say okay I'm still going to believe Kittle's going to do his thing. Debo's going to be good, but not the level he's been because just a Kittle in general. So yeah, Debo's probably going to fall slightly to me just because there's no way he can continue that production that he had without yeah, Kittle. You there. Can't, yeah. You can't have 150 yards every time out. Yeah. It just can't happen. So um, I think he's still going to be very productive. Ayuk's the interesting one. I just don't know if I buy it yet. It's, I, it's been too weird yet this year. We'll see how that, how it plays out, but mm. all right. Well, there we go. That's week nine in the NFL. We got two more games left. Rams are playing right now, and Stafford has like four fantasy points, and it's the fourth quarter. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on this week. It's crazy. But all right, that'll do it for today. We'll be back with waivers. Talk to you guys then.